Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got 10 college football bets for you, five from the NFL, plus a pair of upsets in college and an NFL upset for you here on this episode. And we'll kick things off from Davis Wade Stadium in Starkville, Mississippi. The Mississippi State Bulldogs, 4-1 and overall, 3-1-1 and against the spread. They're going to host the Arkansas Razorbacks, who are 3-2 and overall, 2-3 and against the number. Mississippi State is a 9-point favorite. The over-under is at 62. Now on the trend side of things for Arkansas, they have they're just 1 and 4 against the spread in their last 5 games played in October. The total has gone over in 4 of Arkansas's last 5 games. The total has gone over in 5 of Arkansas's last 7 games at Mississippi State, and the total has gone over in 6 of Arkansas's last 9 games against SEC opponents. For Mississippi State, 8-3-1 against the spread in their last 12. 5-2 against the spread in their last 7 against SEC opponents. 4-1 against the spread in their last 5 games played in October. The total has gone over in 11 of Mississippi State's last 15 games against Arkansas. Total has gone over in 5 of Mississippi State's last 6 games at home. Uh, and the total has gone over in 5 of our, uh, Mississippi State's last 7 games hosting the Razorbacks. Now, again, Mississippi State is a nine-point favorite, 55% of the money coming in on the Bulldogs. The total of 62, 73% of the money coming in on the over in that one. And this game really hinges on the availability of quarterback K.J. Jefferson, who suffered a head injury uh, last week uh, in the fourth quarter of the game against Mississippi State. And uh, as of right now, he is listed as questionable. With the Tua situation in Miami last week, I highly doubt he plays. It's the reason the spread is so high. Uh, the over-under is actually uh, dropping as we speak. Uh, it's been as low as 57.5. We took it at 62. We're still going to stick with the over on the 62, but you can probably get it uh, in the high 50s right now. I would take the over. Uh, I'm not sure Arkansas can stop Mississippi State's offense. I think they're going to put points on the board. I think Mississippi or Arkansas's running game uh, will do enough to put points on the board for the Razorbacks. I think we'll see a relatively high-scoring game. I do think Mississippi State wins this one, especially if Jefferson doesn't play. Uh, even if Jefferson plays, how limited will he be, especially with what he does best, which is run the football? Uh, I think that can be a huge factor. And the Arkansas offense, I think the offense bogs down a little bit for Arkansas, but I think they put enough points on the board for the over to hit. So our play is the over 62 in Arkansas, Mississippi State. <clears throat> All right, next up, we go to Cavisto uh, Field, uh, Kansas Memorial Stadium in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, the Kansas Jayhawks. 5-0 overall, 5-0 against the spread. Host the TCU Horned Frogs, 4-0 overall. 4-0 against the number. Uh, TCU comes in a 6.5 point favorite. The over-under is at 69. TCU is 4-1 against the spread in their last five games. 3-7 against the spread in their last 10 against Kansas. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games at Kansas. 2-6 against the spread in their last eight games against Big 12 opponents. 
Total's gone over in four of TCU's last five games, and the total's gone over in six of TCU's last eight games on the road. Meanwhile, Kansas riding an 8-0 against the spread streak in their last eight games, 5-1 against the spread in their last six at home, 4-1 against the spread in their last five hosting TCU. Total's gone over in four of Kansas' last six games, and the total's gone over in 13 of Kansas' last 20 games played on a Saturday. Now, again, TCU is a six-and-a-half point favorite, 56% of the money on Kansas at plus six-and-a-half. The total of 69, 77% of the money coming in on the over. Both teams undefeated against the number this season. Uh, I believe, however, our play is going to be a two-for-one in this one. We're going to take Kansas plus six-and-a-half, and we're going to take the over 68. This game has the makings of a shootout. Uh, I think six and a half is too many points. TCU may very well win this game. But I like the chances of Kansas keeping it close. Again, Kansas has covered in each of their last eight games, dating back to last season. Both teams are very good on offense. Both teams suspect on defense. I can see a high-scoring game in this one. So we're going to go two for one. Take Kansas plus six and a half. Take the over 68. Next up, we go to CQ Stadium in College Park, Maryland. The Maryland Terrapins, 4-1 overall, 4-1 against the spread. They're going to host the Purdue Boilermakers, 3-2 overall, 2-3 against the number. Maryland is a three-point favorite. The total is at 59. For Purdue, they're 5-2 against the spread in their last seven against Big Ten opponents. 4-1 against the spread in their last five games played in Week 6. Total's gone over in five of Purdue's last seven games. Total's gone over in each of Purdue's last five games against Big Ten East Division opponents. However, the total's gone under in five of Purdue's last seven games on the road. Meanwhile, Maryland, 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven. 2-5 against the spread in their last seven at home. 3-10 and 10 against the spread in their last 13 against Big Ten opponents. The total's gone over in four of Maryland's last five games. And the total's gone under in eight of Maryland's last seven games, or excuse me, eight of Maryland's last 11 games played at home. Again, Maryland is a three-point favorite in this one. 68% of the money is coming in on Maryland minus three. The total of 59, 71% of that money is coming in on the over. Key to this game will be the status of quarterback Aiden O'Connell for Purdue. It was released uh, late uh, tonight that he will play. And uh, right now, it's still Maryland minus three. And we're still going to take Purdue at plus three in this one. Uh, I think Purdue's a pretty good team. Purdue is one play away from uh, beating Penn State. They're, they were one play away uh, from uh, winning their uh, other game uh, that the Boilermakers lost, which was Syracuse, lost in the final seconds, 32-29. So I think they're in a situation in which they're probably better than their 3-2 and two record indicates. I think Maryland's a pretty good team as well. But at the end of the day, I, I think Purdue's the better team. I think Purdue plays defense a little bit better. I like Purdue's offense a little bit better as well. Uh, we're not going to take it as an upset pick, but if you want to lay a little money on the money line, you can. Uh, but our official bet will be with the Purdue Boilermakers at plus three. Moving on now to the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. 
the UCLA Bruins, 5-0 overall, 3-2 against the spread. Uh, and take on the Utah Utes, 4-1 overall, 4-1 against the number. Utah is a 4.5-point favorite. Uh, the total is at 64.5. Utah, 6-1 against the spread in their last seven games. 5-0 against the spread in their last five against UCLA. Uh, 11-1 against the spread in their last 12 games played in October. Total's gone over in 10 of Utah's last 15 games. Total's gone over in 6 of Utah's last 7 games on the road. Total's gone under in 4 of Utah's last 5 games at UCLA. For UCLA, 6-2 against the spread in their last 8 games. 5-0 against the spread in their last 5 games against Pac-12 opponents. 5-2 against the spread in their last 7 games played on a Saturday. Total's gone over in 8 of UCLA's last 10 games. The total's gone over in 6 of UCLA's last 7 games against Pac-12 South Division teams. And the total's gone under in 4 of UCLA's last 5 games hosting the Utah Utes. Now, Utah did suffer a key injury uh, last week. Brant Cuthy, their uh, All-American tight end, uh, out for the season with a leg injury. Uh, so, uh, that's a key loss for Utah. Uh, Utah is a four and a half point favorite. Sixty six percent of the money is coming in on UCLA at plus four and a half. The total of sixty four and a half. Fifty eight percent of the money coming in on the over. Uh, and our play in this one is going to be Utah minus four and a half. I just think Utah is the best team in the Pac twelve, and that includes USC, which they'll play next week in Salt Lake City, uh, just to. Uh, to prove the point, I think Utah's the best team in the conference. Now, I can see Utah winning this game by three and us losing uh, the uh, the bet here, but I really do like the situation that Utah is in here. Utah runs the ball extremely well. UCLA struggles to stop the run. I think that's a huge factor in this. Uh, I think Utah is going to pound UCLA. Uh, game may be over relatively quick uh, in that regard. I think Utah defensively. Ha, uh, is able to uh, shut down uh, UCLA's uh, RPO game. Uh, they did a pretty good job of it since uh, since the Florida game. They've done a pretty good job of, of shutting down the RPO. Um, I do like the adjustments they've made, especially on the defensive side. Give me UC, uh, give me Utah. Excuse me, at minus four and a half. All right. Next up, we go to Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. The Miami Hurricanes, two and two overall, one and three against the spread. They're going to host the North Carolina Tar Heels, 4-1 overall, 2-2-1 two, two against the number. Miami is a 3.5-point favorite. The total is set at 66. For North Carolina, 5-2 against the spread in their last seven against Miami, 2-4 against the spread in their last six games played in October. Total's gone over in five of North Carolina's last seven games. Total's gone over in six of North Carolina's last nine games on the road. For Miami, 4-1 against the spread in their last five games against ACC Coastal Division teams. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games played in Week 6. Total's gone over in four of Miami's last five games against North Carolina. And the total's gone over in four of Miami's last five games played in October. Now, again, Miami is a three-and-a-half-point favorite However, 78% of the money coming in on North Carolina at plus 3.5. The total of 66, 97% of the money coming in on the over 66. 
which is going to be our play here as well. Uh, look, North Carolina, very good on defense. Very, or excuse me, very good on offense. Very bad on defense. Miami's going to get their points. North Carolina most definitely will get theirs. If Middle Tennessee can put up 40-plus on Miami, I think North Carolina can put up north of 50. The total 66. I think the total is way low in this one. And for that reason, we are going to play the over 66 in North Carolina and Miami. All right, next up, we go to Sun Devil Stadium in Tempe, Arizona. The Arizona State Sun Devils, 1-4 overall, 2-3 against the spread. They're going to host the Washington Huskies, 4-1 overall, 4-1 against the number. Washington is a 14-point favorite. The total is set at 58. For Washington, 4-1 against the spread in their last five games. 1-13 against the spread in their last 14 against Arizona State. 0-7 against the spread in their last seven games played at Arizona State. 1-5 against the spread in their last six games played against Pac-12 South Division opponents. The total has gone over, however, in five of Washington's last six games. For Arizona State, 7-0 against the spread in their last seven games played at home against Washington. 4-1 against the spread in their last five games played in Week 6. The uh, total has gone under in five of Arizona State's last six games against Washington. Now, again, Washington is a 14-point favorite. 88% of the money coming in on Washington, minus 14. The total of 58, and it's a 50-50 where the money's coming in on that one. Uh, our play is going to be the under 58 in this matchup. Uh, I think in a lot of ways, Arizona State has quit the season. Now, the only reason we didn't take the minus 14 is because Washington does struggle mightily to cover at Arizona State. Uh, so we went with the under in this one. I think it's going to be all Washington. Washington will score most of the points. Um, I don't think Arizona State scores a whole lot in this one. This is a, has writings of 47-7 written all over it. The total right now is at 58. Uh, and that will be our play. The total under 58 in Washington and Arizona State. All right. We're moving on. Uh, we're going now to the L.A. Memorial Coliseum in Los Angeles where the USC Trojans, who are 5-0 overall, 3-2 against the spread, host the Washington State Cougars, 4-1 overall, 4-1 against the number. USC is a 13-point favorite. The total is set at 65 and a half. Washington State is 12-3 against the spread in their last 15 games. 5-1 against the spread in their last 6 on the road. 9-1 against the spread in their last 10 games against Pac-12 opponents. The total has gone under in 5 of Washington State's last 6 games. And the total has gone under in 4 of Washington State's last 6 games played in October. Southern Cal, 4-8 against the spread in their last 12 games. 1-7 against the spread in their last 8 against Pac-12 opponents. 2-5 against the spread in their last seven games played against Pac-12 North Division teams. The total has gone over in eight of Southern Cal's last nine games at home. And the total has gone over in five of Southern Cal's last seven games as the favorite. Now, again, USC is a 13-point favorite. However, it's 62% of the money coming in on Washington State plus 13. 
The total is set at 65 and a half, 78% of the money coming in on the over in that one. Uh, our play is a simple play. We're going to take Washington State plus 13. Look at the difference in the, uh, against the spread. Washington State, very good against the spread. USC, very bad against the spread. That is reason alone to go with uh, Washington State in this one. Plus, uh, USC's defense, not good at all. Washington State plays pretty solid defense. I think they can hold USC in check somewhat in this game. Enough to at least uh, make it under two touchdowns. I'll take the 13 points. I'll gladly take the 13. Uh, so I'll take Washington State plus 13 at USC. All right, next we go to Bright Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The Alabama Crimson Tide, 5-0 overall. 4-1 against the spread. Host the Texas A&M Aggies, 3-2 overall. 2-3 against the number. Alabama is a 25-point favorite. The total is set at 51. For Texas A&M, 2-4 against the spread in their last six games. 4-2 against the spread in their last six played in week six. Totals got over in four of Texas A&M's last five games. I think I said over, but the totals actually got under in four of Texas A&M's last five games. And the totals got under in nine of Texas A&M's last 13 games on the road. For Alabama, 4-1 against the spread in their last five games. 13-7 against the spread in their last 20 against SEC opponents. Total has gone under in five of Alabama's last seven games. And the total has gone over in four of Alabama's last five games played in week six. Now again, Alabama is a 25-point favorite. 58% of the money is on Alabama, minus 25. The total set at 51. 61% of the money set to the over 51 in this one. Um, our play is going to be Alabama minus 25. Uh, it's simple as this. It's what happened in the preseason uh, between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher, that big squabble they had uh, about recruiting. I don't think uh, Nick Saban forgot Jimbo Fisher coming at him, uh, both guns blazing, and I think they're going to lay it on Texas A&M. I think they're going to blow their doors off. They're, going, they're not going to let up like they do uh, often against teams when they have big leads. They're not they're not pulling starters. They're not back. They're not uh, going to rein in, uh, rein in the offense. They are going to blitz Texas A and M. You kind of feel sorry for the Aggies in this one uh, because they're not very good, and they're going to probably get murdered tomorrow. Uh, and we are all over it. Give me Alabama minus twenty five at home against Texas A and M. Now, our last bet before our upset picks, Carter-Finley Stadium in Raleigh, North Carolina. The North Carolina State Wolfpack, 4-1 overall, 2-3 against the spread. They're going to host the Florida State Seminoles, 4-1 overall, 3-2 against the number. NC State is a three-point favorite. The total set at 50.5. For Florida State, they're 6-2 against the spread in their last eight games. However, 1-5 against the spread in their last six against NC State and 0-5 against the spread in their last five games at NC State. Also, the total's gone under in seven of Florida State's last nine games, and the total's gone over in six of Florida State's last nine games played in October. For NC State, 2-4 against the spread in their last six games. 5-0 against the spread in their last five hosting Florida State. 10-5 against the spread in their last 15 games played in week six. Total's gone over in six of North Carolina State's last eight games. 
Total's gone over in four of North Carolina State's last five games against ACC opponents. And the total's gone over in seven of North Carolina State's last 10 games played in October. Once again, North Carolina State is a three-point favorite. The total set at, uh, excuse me, the total set at 50 and a half. North Carolina State a three-point favorite. 71% of the money coming in on North Carolina State minus three. The total set at 50 and a half. 75% of the money to the over 50 and a half in that matchup. Our play is NC State minus three. Um, I think Florida State got exposed by Wake Forest last week. I think North Carolina State has a bounce back. NC State does extremely well against the spread when they play Florida State. They do extremely well against Florida State straight up at home. The game is in Raleigh. If this game was in Tallahassee, I'd probably go the other way. Uh, but the game is at Raleigh. I think NC State uh, pulls out the victory. I like him minus three against Florida State. There are two upset bets uh, for today. <clears throat> the first one, Pitt is a 14.5-point favorite against Virginia Tech coming into this one. Uh, we're betting Virginia Tech plus 440. Uh, don't really have a reason why, to be perfectly honest. Other than the fact that Pitt t- uh, typically pits, as they would say, Against teams they should blow out. They did it last week to a very bad Georgia Tech team. Um, I think Virginia Tech defensively are, are pretty solid. I think they can do some things on defense. The offense is another question altogether. The offense isn't good. The total is at 41 and a half. That tells you how bad the offense is uh, for Virginia Tech. I'm not sure they score a lot of points. I'm not sure they have to score a lot of points. I think the defense wins it for Virginia Tech. Give me Virginia Tech plus 440 at Pittsburgh. And the other one takes place in Las Vegas. Notre Dame is a three-and-a-half point favorite over 16th-ranked BYU. I'm not really sure why BYU is the underdog in this matchup, but they are the underdog. So we took plus 140 for BYU as the upset pick over Notre Dame. So our college football bets, once again, are the over 62 in Arkansas at Mississippi State. Now, you can get the total uh, as it's falling to to as low as 57 in some places. Um, So I would take the over all the way up to 62. I probably wouldn't go much further than 63 if it gets up that high, which I don't think it will. Uh, Kansas plus 6.5 at home against TCU, plus the over 68 in that matchup. Purdue plus 3 at Maryland. Utah minus four and a half at UCLA. The over 66 in North Carolina, Miami. The under 58 in Washington, Arizona State. Washington State plus 13 at USC. Alabama minus 25 at home against Texas A&M. North Carolina State minus three at home against Florida State. Also our upset picks, Virginia Tech plus 440 to upset Pittsburgh. And BYU plus 140 to upset Notre Dame. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back, and we'll have our NFL bets in just a moment. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Welcome back into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. Moving on now to our NFL bets, starting at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. The Minnesota Vikings, 3-1 overall, 1-3 against the spread. They're going to host the Chicago Bears, who are 2-2 overall, 1-2-1 against the number. Minnesota is a 7-point favorite. The total set at 44. 
For Chicago, 4-11-1 against the spread in their last 16 games. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games against Minnesota. 1-5 against the spread in their last six games at, uh, excuse me, on the road. 0-6 against the spread in their last six games against NFC North Division teams. Total's gone under in four of Chicago's last six games. Total's gone under in four of Chicago's last five games against NFC opponents. However, the total's gone over in five of Chicago's last seven games at Minnesota. For the Vikings, 2-5 against the spread in their last seven games. 4-8 against the spread in their last 12 games against NFC opponents. Uh, the total's gone over in 9 of Minnesota's last 12 games. Total's gone over in 5 of Minnesota's last 6 games on the road. Total's gone over in 5 of Minnesota's last 7 games hosting Chicago. However, the total's gone under in 13 of Minnesota's last 20 games overall against the Bears. Now, Minnesota is a 7-point favorite. 74% of the money coming in on Minnesota minus 7. Total set at 44 55% of the money coming in on the over in that one. Our play is going to be Minnesota, minus seven in this matchup. I just don't think the Bears are very good. I think Minnesota's a pretty solid team. Minnesota at home in this one. Uh, the money coming in on the Vikings gives me more reason to uh, to ride Minnesota in this one. So we are going to ride the Vikings at minus seven at home against the Chicago Bears. All right, next up we go to FedEx Field in Washington. The Washington Commanders, 1-3 overall, 1-3 against the spread. They host the Tennessee Titans, who are 2-2 two and two overall, 2-2 two and two against the number. Tennessee is a 2.5-point favorite, the total set at 43. Tennessee is 2-4 against the spread in their last six games, 7-3 against the spread in their last 10 games against Washington. 5-0 against the spread in their last five games at Washington. Total's gone under in seven of Tennessee's last ten games. For Washington, 0-5 against the spread in their last five games hosting Tennessee. 4-1 against the spread in their last five games against AFC South Division opponents. Total's gone under in 11 of Washington's last 16 games. And the total's gone under in six of Washington's last eight games against AFC opponents. Again, the uh, Titans are a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. 85% of the money on Tennessee, minus two-and-a-half. Total set at 43, 82% of the money coming in on the over in that matchup. Our play is going to be the Tennessee Titans, minus two-and-a-half. I'm surprised the spread's that low. Washington's not very good. Uh, if you've watched them play the first couple of weeks, they're not a good team. I think Tennessee is better than their two-and-two two record. Uh, they got off to a little bit of a slow start. I think they're starting to get things clicking a little bit. I think the spread is way too low in that matchup. Uh, so I'll gladly take the Titans, give up the two and a half points in that one. All right, next up we go to uh, MetLife Stadium in the Meadowlands. The New York Jets, two and two overall, two and two against the spread. Host the Miami Dolphins, three and one overall, three and one against the number. Miami is a three and a half point favorite. The total set at 46. For Miami, 4-1 against the spread in their last five games. 7-1 against the spread in their last eight against the Jets. 0-4-1 oh, against the spread in their last five games played in October. Total's gone under in 10 of Miami's last 14 games. Total's gone under in five of Miami's last six games on the road. 
And the total has gone under in each of Miami's last five games at the New York Jets. For the Jets, 1-7 against the spread in their last eight games against AFC East Division opponents. 2-5 against the spread in their last seven games played in Week 5. Total's gone under each of the Jets' last five games hosting Miami. However, the total's gone over in each of the Jets' last five games played in October. Again, Miami is a three and a half point favorite in this one. 64% of the money on the Dolphins minus three and a half. Total set at 46, 65% of the money set to the under. Our play is going to be the Dolphins minus three and a half in this one. Now, it would be our luck if the Dolphins won this game by three. But I just think Miami's a much better team than the Jets. I think the Jets have survived a couple of games. Uh, they really should not have won. Uh, when you look at the uh, Jets' two wins, they came from 13 down with less than two minutes to go uh, to knock off the uh, Cleveland Browns in week number two. And they somehow, some way escaped uh, with 300 yards of offense, somehow escaped the Pittsburgh Steelers last week, winning 24-20. to uh, I think they are a better team they have been than they have been recently. But I think the Dolphins... Now, they don't have two in this matchup, but Teddy Bridgewater is a pretty good backup. Uh, they did lose last week to Cincinnati, but I think I don't think they lose a whole lot with Bridgewater at quarterback versus Tua. So I, say, I still think this Dolphin team is pretty good. So we are going to go with the Miami Dolphins minus three and a half at the New York Jets. All right, next we go to Buffalo. Uh, and Highmark Stadium, the Buffalo Bills, 3-1 overall, 2-1-1 against the spread. They host the Pittsburgh Steelers, 1-3 overall, 1-2-1 against the number. Buffalo, a 14-point favorite. The total set at 47.5. For Pittsburgh, 11-3 against the spread in their last 14 against Buffalo. 12-4-1 against the spread in their last 17 games played in October. Total has gone over in six of Pittsburgh's last eight games on the road. However, the total has gone under in nine of Pittsburgh's last ten games against AFC East Division teams. Buffalo, 6-2 against the spread in their last eight games played in Week 5. 4-1-1 against the spread in their last six games as the favorite. Total has gone under in six of Buffalo's last seven games against Pittsburgh. Total has gone under in each of Buffalo's last eight games against AFC North Division teams. And the total's gone under in five of Buffalo's last seven games played in October. Now, once again, Buffalo is a 14-point favorite, 61% of the money coming in on the Bills, minus 14. Total set at 47.5, 67% of money coming in on the under in that one, and that's going to be our play under 47.5. I don't see how you can't play Pittsburgh unders right now. The Steelers have virtually... No offense right now. Let's take a look at what the Steelers have done in their first four weeks of the season offensively. Uh, they put up 23 the first week, but only had uh, 257 yards of offense. Uh, 14 the next week, 243 yards of offense. Uh, they hit 308 yards of offense, put up 17 points against Cleveland, and had 297 yards of offense and 20 points against the Jets. Uh, the fact is, their offense is not good. Uh, Buffalo's offense is pretty good, but Pittsburgh does play good defense. So I can see this game being a lower scoring game. I also think 14 is way too much. So if you want to put some on Pittsburgh plus 14, 
I, I wouldn't bet against that. Uh, but our play is going to be under 47 and a half. <clears throat> Pittsburgh, no offense. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pittsburgh, no offense. Uh, good defense. Buffalo, good offense. Good defense. I think under is the easy play in this one. And that's going to be our play in that one. Now, uh, our next bet goes to Monday Night Football. And it's taking place at Arrowhead in Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs, who are 3-1 and overall, 2-2 two and two against the spread, host the Las Vegas Raiders, 1-3 and three overall, 1-3 and three against the number. Kansas City, a 7-point favorite. The total set at 51. For Las Vegas, 1-4 against the spread in their last five games, 2-5 against the spread in their last seven against Kansas City, 1-5 against the spread in their last six games on the road. Uh, the total's gone over in eight of Vegas's last 11 games against AFC opponents. total's gone over in six of Vegas's last eight games played in October. For Kansas City, 10-5 against the spread in their last 15 games. Uh, five and two against the spread in the last seven games played in October. Total's gone over in nine of Kansas City's last 12 games. Total's gone over in four of Kansas City's last five games against Las Vegas. Total's gone over in eight of Kansas City's last 12 games against AFC West Division opponents. Again, Kansas City is a seven point favorite. 87% of the money on the Chiefs, minus seven. Total set at 51. 87% of the money also on the over 51 in that one. Our play is going to be the Chiefs minus seven. Uh, I think Vegas hasn't proven to be very good. I think uh, Kansas City has proven to be good. The game is at Arrowhead. It's Monday night football. The Chiefs are going to be fired up. They're going to be ready to go. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, uh, you know uh, uh, Smith Schuster, uh, those guys. Uh, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, they're going to be ready to rock and roll on a Vegas defense, which is subpar at best. Uh, the Vegas offense, uh, no force Derek Carr and some mistakes. I think Kansas City blows Vegas out. So I would gladly will take seven points with the Chiefs. Give me Kansas City minus seven against Las Vegas. And our upset bet this week will be Sunday night football. Cincinnati's a three-point underdog at Baltimore for some reason, and I'm not really sure why. So I'll take the plus 140, or excuse me, plus 150 on the Bengals to pull the upset. Cincinnati's the defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, the Bengals haven't looked great, I would say, in the first couple of weeks. They still struggle on the offensive line. Uh, but Baltimore's very one-dimensional, and it plays in the Kansas, or in the Cincinnati's hands, who does a very good job of stopping the run. Uh, I think that's a huge factor uh, with this one. Uh, the Bengals have won two straight after losing uh, their first two, which were three-point losses to Pittsburgh and Dallas. Uh, they've won the last two games by double digits. You know, Baltimore comes in this game, coming off a 23-20 loss to Buffalo. They're 2-2 two and two as well. Uh, I, I just think everything plays into Cincinnati's hands. Uh, the Bengals have given up rushing yards in their first four games. They have given up 75 107, 76, and 85. It plays in the Cincinnati's hands what Baltimore does best. So we're going to ride the Bengals in this one. By the way, the Bengal defense uh, has not given up a whole lot in the passing department as well, except last week against Miami. But Miami was playing from behind throughout, so threw the ball quite a bit. But outside of that, they, they've done very good against the pass as well. But again, Baltimore's uh, bread and butter is to run. 
Cincinnati's bread and butter on the defensive side is stopping the run. I'll take the Bengals for the upset at plus 150 against Baltimore. So our NFL bets once again are Minnesota minus 7 at home against Chicago. Tennessee minus 2.5 at Washington. Miami minus 3.5 at the New York Jets. The under 47.5 in Pittsburgh-Buffalo. On Monday night, Kansas City minus 7 at home against Las Vegas. And our upset pick is a Sunday night game. The Bengals as a three-point underdog, plus 150 to knock off Baltimore. So with that, we'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until next time, this is The Degenerate Gambler. Thank you.